You're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hayes. Thank you very much, David Hensley, and welcome to another edition of This Is A Work. I am your host, David Two Dogs Hayes, and with me as always, my tag team partner, Chris, the Fashion Plate Barnes. How are you, brother? Present. (laughs) <laughs> so this was the big one uh wrestlemania two-day event after watching it a second time um well to be fair i didn't get it all watched but um i did a lot of thinking about the matches that i missed i do have some thoughts we got a lot to talk about so let's just jump right in um we start things off with the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. <sighs> Barnes, what do you think? I think the wrong team won. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I just, I just, it's gotten to the point where it's like, uh, it wasn't a bad match, but uh, it's gotten to the point where it's kind of like Charlotte Flair. I'm just like, why are they champions? Right. Well, I mean, it, it looks prettier with the uh, oh sure <laughs> with the bloodline. We'll get to that later. <laughs> oh yes, we will. Uh, the bad part of this match, like like you like you said, uh, I, I didn't hate this match. It was going fine until Boogs ended up tearing his quad. Yeah, he went to pick up both members of the Usos, and his leg just crumpled under him. Which uh, very unfortunate. That's going to be six eight months maybe even a year uh before he comes back uh the go home on this one was the usos ended up getting their win after hitting uh 3d uh boogs was out uh outside the ring yeah and once he tried he i believe he tried to pick them both up in That's a fireman's a, so, yeah. carry. Yeah, it was a double like fireman's carry, like you said, and his like I said, his leg just went. The muscle tore and he just crumpled. Almost looked like a work for a second. I when he rolled out of the ring, I yeah. really thought it was a work. I just don't think they could have avoided him because he ended up rolling out on the side facing the entrance ramp. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, like I said, I did not hate this match. Uh, it was... No, and even though I'm tired of the Usos being champs, I mean, they, there's not much choice there when one of your people is going to be unable to do anything for months. There's there's also not much choice in the tag division either. Also true. <laughs> if we could... If we could unify the tag belts, because, yeah, granted, Honestly, that would have been the bigger necessity. Yeah, I yeah. Granted, I think the I think the world titles should have been unified. I, I think that needed to happen, but the 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 tag titles that's a to me that's a bigger deal because we don't have much of a tag division at no. all. Uh, so I gave this one uh, three uh, Meltzers. Mm-hmm. So, moving on into our next match, we have Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. 
with Madcap Moss on the outside. Um, I don't, I didn't hate this match either. No, as stupid as everything Corbin and Moss are doing, they're doing as good as they can with it. They are, they are. The, the gimmicks are ridiculous. And I, there's been dumber reasons to feud. There, there has. Uh, yeah, we, this is honestly pretty. I mean, pretty a pretty straightforward feud in, ter- in that term. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do. What did What did Drew McIntyre do to Vince to <laughs> drop down the card this far? He beat. Brock Lesnar, like last year, in 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 a world where that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Not only not only that, but then he then he surprised then he then he in a surprise challenge beat the Big Show afterward. Yes, yes, like two big wins in one night, <laughs> and and now he's reduced. They they was like uh, yeah, fucking I don't know. Let's let us let, let him best- go with Happy Corbin and. I don't know. Give him a sword. In the best case scenario, <laughs> this was just a holding spot for him until they can move him back back into something world title related. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I would have rather seen him and Bobby Lashley go at it. You know, if they're sure. going to feud for this long, especially considering what we got with Bobby. Oh, I got I got a lot of thoughts on that too. <laughs> we'll get there. Sure. So. um yeah, they nothing wrong with the match. They they started out with uh, brawling Corbin. Um, you know, he hits a suplex, and then Madcap Moss pops up on the ring. Hey, you're doing great, Darpa, Darpa, Darpa. Yeah, that was I, I love uh, that was a fun little idiot ball moment where he just, he got up to let him know, hey, you're winning. Yeah, uh, and you're he doing ends- it. Get off the ring, <laughs> and he ends up. Taking a uh, back suplex on his arm. Yeah, he did. He did kind of not his arm. His like his entire like side. Yeah, it was it was well, weird. Uh, I saw more than one uh, wrestler that night. They're kind of doing that method of taking bumps. It's not. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's not a. It, I know it's a thing that can happen, but it doesn't seem like it's a usual thing to happen. No, no, especially when like isn't that kind of how Flair took bumps well because, yeah because but that's because he had to that's what i'm saying he had to do it because of the plane crash right right, right. so he would take them differently and it, but it seems like it would, maybe they're i don't know maybe he's just trying to protect you know not re-injure something i don't know yeah. uh, unclear unclear um again nothing wrong with this match except mm-hmm. for uh the gimmicks involved uh the go home on this McIntyre sets up for the Claymore, misses it, goes into the end of days. <sighs> the move that no one has kicked out of. Uh, imagine Baron Corbin of all people had the most protected finisher in the entire Federation. I'm, I'm thinking it just either it was a because they you know they like like it's been noted that they like him so much backstage yeah and can you know considering that when he would lose it would he wouldn't put the move on all right all um, right I, it's either that or it's either a conscious decision or they just realized it hadn't been kicked out of and then started protecting it well i think there's a little bit of that too yeah that's it's like it's like the Undertaker streak. It was like mm-hmm. they, they didn't intend to. It just sort of started happening. Yeah, and then okay, now let's make it part of the game. So. Right, right. 
Um, well, he uh, drew kicked out of end of days. Add another notch to Drew McIntyre's belt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he comes up, hits him with a Claymore. One, two, three. Uh, I, I did enjoy this match all the way through. Oh, yeah, I gave it a yeah. four. Uh, Everyone involved, like no, like there was no, nothing disappointing about it in terms of like the work that they put into it. Like everyone was doing their best. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of well, well, what, they, what you got? And then of course they, they, they had a nice little stunt at the end where, uh, oh, Matt I about this. Moss got up in McIntyre's face. So he swung at him. Moss ducked down, but, uh, McIntyre took out two of the ropes with the claymore. Right, the sword. The, the, the sword, the, the actual sword, sword. he has with him. And, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> and if that was the silliest thus, thing thus that proving, we saw... Thus proving maybe McIntyre shouldn't have that sword with him. <laughs> maybe, you know. Uh, but, you know, if that, if that was the silliest thing that we were going to see in our, in our WrestleMania, that would be fine. I mean, only if you're talking about night one. No, I'm talking about the whole damn thing. Oh, night two gets fun. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into this. Uh, I'm going to say some things here that I'm not very comfortable saying, but... Uh, okay. Our next match is the Mysterios versus oh, the okay. Miz... And your favorite in mine, Logan Paul. Um, all right. Logan Paul looked great. He, he did moves well. I'd, I'd argue physically he didn't. He looked weirdly pale. Well, pale, but he looked in shape. He did. He was in shape. He had trained. He did, um, he did his moves mostly well. He is a very athletic young man. Um, some people are calling him a really good wrestler. And no. some people that have been in the business for a long time, I'm not going to say who it is, Cornet, uh, suggested that WWE sign him. Oh, God, no. Okay, you don't you don't know what we're dealing with here. That's but <laughs> but no. Look, here, let's talk about what really happened. This was a tag match. Mm-hmm. This was incredibly scripted. You could see that it was incredibly scripted, but well, mainly because Dominic is in it. Yeah, not taking anything away from Dominic, but we're well past the learning curve for Dominic, and he's still really slow out there. And I mean, unfortunately, if if he keeps going at this pace, people are going to get really, really tired of him by the time he starts actually making proper improvements. Also, I, I just I when Logan Paul looks better than the a wrestler across the ring from you, this is a problem. Yeah, uh, this is a YouTube star. Dominic is the son of Ray freaking Mysterio. It's this. We gotta. We we gotta work on this. This isn't gonna work out. I don't know. Uh, 
But he did find what Paul did was he learned about 10 different moves. In, and they went over it and over it and over it and over it. And then he executed his moves, his move set, mm-hmm. and he did fine. That's about as much as I can say about it. Good. Sure. What are your thoughts? No, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> he, I mean, he was a heel with Miz in the match because there's no way people would let him be a face. And this is obvious. Right. Um, I... I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the th- and I think the thing about Dominic is he. I mean, he has to find his own style because he can't work his dad's style he because can't. he's slower and he's a foot taller. Nobody can work the Rey Mysterio style. I don't care what your last name is. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio is an entity all his own. Nobody really understands exactly how good Rey Mysterio is. Uh, more to the point was back in his prime. Right. And then on top of that, I mean, I, I just meant, and I also meant Lucha in general because Dominic's oh. not, Dominic's not built for Lucha. Right. Well, see, the, and this is where we come to the problem, Chris, because he's not really built for Lucha, but he doesn't have the body to be a wrestler. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the strength, not the WWE body, at least. Right. I mean, he doesn't have the strength to work ground. Right. He's too young and too pretty to be a brawler. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Let's put a mask on him and... <laughs> and see, the thing you're talking about is, like, that's where he, sh- he should be away from WWE, working places where he can figure out what he's meant to be. Yeah. I could not agree with you more. Um the match itself was fine. Um, I gave I I gave it a three. It's, mm-hmm. And that's gonna be yeah. Um, Miz and Logan Paul beat the Mysterios. They did, uh, including Logan Paul uh, taunting them with Eddie's taunt and frog splashing. I think Dominic or or yeah. Yeah, it was. And um, afterward, and then yeah, because uh, Miz got the skull crushing finale on Bray. Mm-hmm. They got the pin. Uh, and then as they were having their arms raised, Miz turns on Logan Paul and hits him with the skull-crushing finale. And everybody cheered. Every Oh, God, yes. I jumped up and said instant face turn. Uh, right. <laughs> because I don't know how they're going to play it, but uh, Miz is the hero in this story to me. Yeah, well, it's the same thing with uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, however many pay-per-views ago it was. Yeah. When he was with Logan Paul, oh, yeah. oh no, Sami Zayn. It was uh, was it Sammy? Yeah, because Sammy was doing the YouTube conspiracy theory. Oh, thing. that's right. That was that's getting right. started out. Yeah, yeah. And then Logan Paul comes in. Hey, wants to shake his hand, and then Owens stuns him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's Owens, how well, that Owens went was down. a part of it because Sammy was was beefing with Owens. Right, right. So, yeah, uh, that was like last year. It was. <laughs> Yeah, and I still haven't gotten over it. All right, let's talk about something better. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Oh, this yes. is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a great match. It was. It was. The presentation was great, and so was the action. 
Yeah, um, they they got a little bit lost somewhere in the middle. They found their way back. I'm sorry, that didn't happen. I'm getting it. I'm getting them and Rousey uh, and Charlotte mixed up. Mm. Sorry about that. A lot of people online hated the Rousey Charlotte one more. Yeah, yeah, and I see why. Uh, we'll we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Um, no, th- this match was really really good. Uh, this is this was the type of match that whenever people start talking about the women's division, mm-hmm. and then you see something like this, you're like, oh, okay, there is light in this tunnel. Yes. As a, the problem is getting everybody else to this level. And making sure it's not a train. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I absolutely uh, thought this was a great match. And narratively, uh, it ended like it should have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to... I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, now, Belair, uh, Lynch goes for the manhandle slam. That's right. And then uh, Bianca... Uh, Kicks off of the turnbuckle into a backflip mm-hmm. and then hits the KOD to get the one, two, three out of it. That's it. Yep. And yeah. Bianca is the new women's champion. Yes. Congratulations. A great match. Just a great match. Um, again, I got to go back to it. Uh, I'd like to see a title unification match uh, at some point because, well, look, we've got like eight women. Both on, on both brands uh, that are worthy to hold the belt. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I would, I would, argue, I would argue against, but between COVID and the bloodletting, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, they really have just uh, yeah knocked things down. Yeah, as I mean, really, you've got Bianca, you've got Becky. You've got Charlotte. You've got, um, see, I don't even count Rousey because Rousey will be gone in six months to a year, whatever. Um, Bailey, when she comes back, she will definitely be a contender. Yeah, I can't wait. She's still, yeah. She's still, I just saw her tweeting over WrestleMania weekend, just like, mm-hmm. like uh, she's still working on getting better. Yeah. Uh, we've got Alexa Bliss. Where the hell has she been? They did a couple vignettes with her. I don't know. I mean, it, I, they didn't even mention hiding her hair of her during no. the shows. No, not a bit. They did a couple of vignettes, and then she disappeared again. Uh, well, so, just, like, just like Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash was just where she was non-mentioned either. I think the crowd pushed her out. I, I don't think people wanted to see Nikki Ash anymore, which is upsetting because I like the gimmick. I yeah. may have been the one of the only ones that did like it. I did so. too, and I like and I like the 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 idea that they twisted it to where she still thinks she's the hero, but she's clearly the heel now. Right, right. Yeah, see, I, I was fine with all that. That yeah. was that worked for me. Um, moving into our next match. Uh, we've got Seth. I'm not saying freaking for Seth Rollins. I'm just not going to do it. Okay. It's Seth Rollins. Okay. Damn it. Mm. We don't have to attach freak. You you get that when you. You know what? It just stops being. It just stops being cute at some point because. Yeah. Because you're not you're not in a place where you can just go Seth fucking Rollins. Right. <laughs> it's and it's also it's one of those things where. Why? It would actually it would actually be a great less if they just went effing. Honestly, sure, yeah, 
That's what they did with RVD. Yeah. The whole effing show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, I mean, uh, that was even that was different, though. This is – why did we need to do that? Why did we need to make the commentators say Seth freaking Rollins six or seven times a match? It was, I guess it, just something, it was just something they collectively lit onto where it was something for him. Yeah. And just push it and get over but we've already got something for him. We've got the drip god, like that whole yeah. thing, which it's with the loud clothes that that are outrageous. That was, boy. Let's, boy. Let's, speaking of which, let's talk about that uh, that intro when he comes out. What? Well, what did he have on exactly? I don't know, but it looked kind of lacy and see through. Um, <laughs> but but we'll back up for one second because what we didn't mention was uh, Bianca Belair when she when she came out she came out to uh, her theme oh, play yeah. ex, uh, accentuated with a drum line. That's right. Yeah, a drum the... line came out, and Seth must have heard her booking that because he decided he needed to have a chorus. Yes, he did. For his entrance, who I don't think were told about how big the flames in his entrance are going to be. Because when they went off, they audi- like some of them just audibly and visibly went- jumped. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he comes out. He comes out in this black and blue. It looked like lacy. It was see-through. <laughs> Like, like, I mean, Liberace was looking at him going, you know, you ought to tone it down a little. It's getting a little outrageous, I don't mean, you think? It's, a lot of, I've seen people complain that Seth's, uh, Seth's current gimmick isn't really much of one because it's just him being annoying. But it's the longer he goes on, I'm just like, is he just being Jared Leto? I think he is. <laughs> I really do, <laughs> which I, I'm fine with. I, it works. I, I like the gimmick. It works. But see, I haven't hated any of his gimmicks that he's done. I didn't know the, uh, the chosen, not the chosen one. What was it? The uh, Monday Night Messiah. The Monday Night Messiah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. But uh, but apparently everybody hated it. Uh, I'm just one of the few of the proud. I I think it's just uh, just people not liking the fact that he ping ponged from the serious the more serious Monday Messiah to just what might be the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> which is minus the face paint. Yeah, it was weird. I, I, the the thing is, if it's not the Joker specifically, it's definitely almost Batman villain esque with the it, con- it's, with the with the clothing, the mannerisms, everything about that. When I mean him trolling Roman with the shield reentrance, right? That I mean that I, I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, more often than not, he's 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 a he's the heel, but it's just like it works. Yeah, I, and he's if he's not a straight up heel, he's antagonistic to everybody. Right. But his opponent. Yeah, who this who night handpicked by Mr. McMahon because he badgered him into giving him an opponent. Mm-hmm. So who did McMahon pick? Well, out of all the depth of everybody available on the WWE roster, where did he choose from, dogs? He chose one of the few of the proud from all elite wrestling, Cody freaking Rhodes. <laughs> The American neck tattoo to Cody Rhodes. It grew. 
You know, I went and looked at pictures. I don't know if it grew or if he had it touched up because it looked about the same or or he had it made bigger like between his his, la- his last appearance in AEW and now. It really looked bigger. It I, did. It it's, looks like it's about to take over remember, his face. I remember a while back you joked that at one point the tattoo would be in, in his face. Sorry. <laughs> the tattoo... I remember at one point uh, you said the tattoo would one day just be where the face would be and his face would be on his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still believe it. It's it's not I, out of the range of possibility. I, especially now that I've seen it actually grow. It's it, Not only was it Cody Rhodes, it was Cody Rhodes full on. It was all mm-hmm. his, his, his attire, his entrance. And his, his music. And his music. How about that? His music, which I actually, someone pointed out the lyrics to... Uh, I saw on Twitter someone point out the lyrics to well, them. What are the lyrics? Uh, the well, if you go and look up the lyrics, they are basically a very thinly veiled uh, metaphor of WWE trying to hold him back and keep him down. Mm. <laughs> About how basically they they took they they took everything that made him special. They tried to take everything that made him special, but no, he he came back. Wow. You know what though? I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm for him. Oh yeah. Uh, and good for him. Get get yourself paid. You you proved that you are marketable mm-hmm. and worth the money. And now that they now they've taken you back on your terms. And I think I, I'm very curious to see how they screw him up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the I, countdown I, is on. Yeah. So here's what we have. We they had a fantastic good lord that match. match. Good lord wow. that match. Um, I I mean. I would have given it a five, but I do. They they did actually get lost there for a minute. I mean, they recovered beautifully. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> Cody with the stardust taunt. The stardust. Oh, see, that's how you know. That's how yeah. you know. And then on top of that, they both went for pedigrees. Mm-hmm. Cody kicked out of the pedigree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then Rhodes uh, end up going over by giving him uh, what two crossroads? I thought it was three. It, yeah. Well, it yeah, it there was. There was one, and there was something. And then there was something that happened. Let me see. Do I have it in my notes? Um, there was two to three. It was like yeah, it was an emphatic win for Cody. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, he hit something else, and then okay. he hit two crossroads. Got it. And then hit uh, the bionic elbow. That's right. That's what that was like in between. Yeah, in between he does the bionic elbow. Yeah. So to pick up his win, fantastic match. I gave it four and a half Meltzers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on to our next one. Now this one, this is where we take a drop. Uh, this is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh yeah. We have <laughs> yeah. the Queen Charlotte Flair. Versus Rowdy Ronda Rousey. This would have benefited from being on the next night. Um, yeah. Away First from, match. Away from the other women's match and the match preceding it. Yeah. Um, okay, look. Somebody told Ronda that she was a good wrestler. Uh, even though, yeah, Much like what I said about Logan Sometimes Paul. ribs go too far. Yeah. Uh, much like what I said about Logan Paul, she was very protected when she was there for that year. And she had the moves that she could do. 
and it was all planned out and rehearsed and practiced. And then she went on the road, and that was her mistake because she didn't have time to work those moves. Mm-hmm. Well, she started hurting people. Yeah. And she started getting sloppy, and it became very noticeable. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have here. Surprisingly enough, still over. Hmm. Go figure. You give someone enough time away, and people will be like, oh, they're back. Yeah. And that will wear off again. It, oh, without question. I mean, Roman, when he had to leave for medical reasons, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I think very much because of that as well, it was, there was more, he had a more graceful return. He did, yeah. Um, when all the, the match was sloppy as hell. <laughs> it really um, was. I mean, it was. I I looked at Charlotte to be the ring general, but you know I think there's only so much you can do with somebody. Yeah, and uh, just you know, there's nothing that could be done to save this. It was sloppy to, as hell. You ever had to corral a large rowdy dog? Um, yeah, <laughs> like you got to get him. Like like it's bath time, and you got to get him in this. <laughs> The thing that may have saved it is it kind of looked like an actual fight. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's not what they were going for. I mean, you could you could tell that's not what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's because that kind of match you you don't. It's not the the first one in a in a feud. It's like mm-hmm. it's got to devolve to a point where they're just. Like, rules or nothing, I just want to fight you. Right. But and if that's what it had been, yeah. uh, then, well, hats off to you. You did it. Sure. But, uh, no, this was supposed to be a wrestling match, and it just, it, it had the, you had all the moves there, but they they were just poorly executed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the go-home on this one was. Um, Ref gets bumped. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda has the win because mm-hmm. Charlotte's down, and then she goes to pick up. She Rhonda picks up the ref, tries to wake him up, mm-hmm. and this is my one of my favorite shots I've ever seen. It's yeah. close on Rhonda and the ref, and Rhonda's on the right side, and all of a sudden you just see Charlotte's boot plow wow. through her jaw. <laughs> she goes down like a ton of bricks, and one, two, three. It, it was almost a cartoon. It was. Sale. It, it was. was Great. And that's the one thing I will say. Rousey can sell. Yeah, she she can. She's at least learned that lesson. So that's yeah. It uh, looked great. I, you know, I I didn't understand why people complained about the finish online mm-hmm. because I was like, that was beautiful. I the finish was the best part about that. Looked it. efficient and brutal. <laughs> yeah, and so it wasn't a finisher, but it doesn't need to be if it's like that. Right, and. See, plus, that, that's the thing, though. Plus, that's the that's that, plus that's something in terms of match psychology that I like. Sometimes in a match where it's like you've been fighting, you've worn each other down, mm-hmm. so now you're at the point where any move could do it. Right. And and something that looks that devastating, that's going to get you a three count, and it did. And that's one of the things that saved uh, this match, at least for me. And yeah, that's and, why I only I gave it sh- uh, two and a half Meltzers. Sure. And it was that shot in particular because they did a replay of it from a different angle. I was like, it doesn't look good there. Mm-mm. But it was that tight shot where you don't see anything but that boot come through. Right. Yeah. 
Okay, so now, wow, we have already gotten to the top of the of night one. That was quick. Um, so now we have uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a guest on the Kevin Owens show. It's kind of weird they just ended on a talking segment like that, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So Kevin comes out, and uh, Kevin Owens comes out, and he does his intro. Mm-hmm. Where he relates to what everyone to what he thinks of Texas and Stone Cold. <laughs> I still liken back to that one vignette, and it's it's not going to go over here on the podcast because you can't see me. But when he was like, "Well, you know, WrestleMania is going to be in Texas this year," <laughs> just did a little shiver. It's. <laughs> It's it's subtle in terms of wrestling because it's like it's just mm-hmm. oh huh he doesn't like Texas that's weird I'm sure they won't follow up on that yeah <laughs> uh, but that's what got me interested in this feud and plus Austin of course yeah now everybody's looking forward to seeing Austin I was too we all were yes uh, the glass breaks he comes out. He looks great. He does. He really does. Uh, you know, for uh, what is he? Sixty? He's uh, early or fifty-eight? Early, early fifties. Yeah, early fifties. He is apparently hmm. uh, like somewhere. I want to say between fifty-three and fifty-five. Let's get a. Can we get a check on that? Maybe, maybe late. Stand okay. by. Actually, wait. You might be right about that. You might be right about. I, I could have swore that he was in his oh. early sixties, maybe late. No, 50s. no, no. It's not. Maybe late fifties. Fifty-seven. Okay. Fifty-seven. So you were okay. right. It was late fifties. I knew he wasn't in his sixties yet. But uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Re- for somebody really fifty-seven thing, years old, he looked fantastic. The thing that looked the most different about him was just his goatee was all white now. Right. Yeah. So he comes down to the ring. He 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 knocks over a couple of uh, Kevin Owens' sons. Plops down in the chair. He helpfully moves them out of the way because they're a safety hazard if you just right. leave them there. <laughs> and Owens tells him, well, you know, I got you out here because well, uh, I want to challenge you to a fight. Well, yeah, he, go, he has some back and forth. He, he runs down Texas some more. Mm-hmm. And then he reveals that he has, in fact, tricked Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best, one of the best lines of the night. Just, yeah. Well, I, uh, I tricked you, Steve. <laughs> Kevin's so great. I, I I know there there's some uh, you know purists that are out there that don't like Kevin Owens, but you know you're wrong. It's he's he's great. Uh, so he challenges him him to a no holds barred match. Yeah, he just wants to straight up have a no no holds barred fight with Steve Austin. And Austin says. You want me? He said, if you want someone called Steve Austin to whip his ass, give me a hell yeah. And then he actually says it, and they had to censor it. Give me a goddamn ref down here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they get a ref down. And it's like, oh, we're doing this. And, we're do- and it was a classic yep. Steve Austin match. Now, you know, it wasn't as fast-paced as what we're used to watching Stone Cold. Oh yeah, I, maybe not at the at the prime of script, but towards the end, it definitely. I mean, it it wasn't. You're right, but it wasn't like as it wasn't like it wasn't slow. slow. It wasn't slow. But it, it it but it it it's almost like it was like 
a millisecond off the beat. You, you know what if, I mean? If, is that if normally you watch something at a one, this was at like a, maybe a point seven five. Yeah, exactly. It was just there was a tiny little drop in speed, and uh, just enough to be noticeable, you know, for the Steve Austin fans. Right, but uh, but immediately understandable because it's like it's going to be Kevin Owens taking care of Steve Austin, and he did. He did. Uh, but you know what? Austin was he was there to fight though. He uh, was. They they go out to the ring. And they, or they go out of the ring, out into the Street. crowd. Yep, they do the they do the classic like semicircle through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Austin took a suplex out there. Yes. Didn't give one. Took one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's awesome. I absolutely. I, I, I just well, love that. Yeah. No. No. But this uh, with top of the ramp too. He no. He did give him. He did give him. He, he did, did give a couple. Yeah. At the top of at the top of the entrance. He did one on each side for the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, they looked great. It was – everybody was taken care of the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, St- uh, Austin took a stunner from Kevin Owens. He did. He also put Kevin Owens through a table. Yes. Uh, this was, like I said, classic Steve Austin match, just a little bit slower and maybe uh, one or two less moves. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but – I. I loved the match. Absolutely. Yeah, he gets uh, he takes a stunner from Kevin mm-hmm. Owens. He kicks out. Kevin loses his mind. Yep. And then he gets hit with the real thing. Yep. Owens gets two of them total. Right. And boom! It's time to celebrate. Let's drink some beer. <laughs> so we. So there's Austin swimming around in the beer again, just like we've seen hundreds of times. And it was so great. And Austin was having the time of his life, too. You could see it. So much. And you know what? I absolutely loved that match. Mm -hmm. Uh, I gave it four and a half stars. Uh, I mean, yes, granted, a Meltzer and a half of that was nostalgia for me. Sure. Uh yeah, I'm but biased. They delivered Sue on me. It. They delivered. They did. On it. They did. And that crowd reaction. Because I've. I mean, there's so many times where WWE's tried to deli- give you nostalgia and then just have it fall flat. Yeah, and not to mention like Hogan at the last WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, and not not to mention we are never going to see Austin deliver. Uh, have another match again. Mm-hmm. Had to amend that statement, huh? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, yeah, and I, and I feel like that's pretty true to his word because, you know, after his last. Yeah. He, I mean, they straight up said he's like 19 years between this and his last match. Mm hmm. That's. Uh, so, yeah, and so it was a great send off for him. Mm hmm. Um, great send off for night one. Oh, oh, well, that's it. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not quite done yet. Oh, fine. So uh, all in all, I'm going to give night one just overall. I'll, I'll give it a three and a half. Um, fairly strong. I can dig it. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed night one. I did too. Now, uh, we're going to move into night two and things take a turn. Um, wow, there are some loud cars out there tonight, aren't they? <laughs> I, I didn't realize this was the designated drag strip area. Uh, Apparently it is tonight. Um, 
So match one is going to be the RK Bros versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. <laughs> okay, I like Alpha Academy. Yeah, uh, they have gone from jobbers to contenders mm-hmm. and the whole shush thing yeah. is I think it's great. Uh you find he Chad Gable finally found a niche and and he's he's selling it hard. Um well the match is the, the match was crazy starting out. Uh, I mean the whole damn thing was just all just off and running as soon as the bell rang. Oh it was explosive, yes. Um Everybody looked good. Uh, Otis looked just... Otis looked like Big E incarnate. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he really did. He, he, he was strong. He was menacing. Uh, not, he, he's not doing the whole funny gimmick thing anymore. No, no. He's playing it straight. And um, it's working for him. Mm-hmm. So good on you. I'm, I'm still pulling for Otis. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying not to say private party. That's why I'm. That's why. What I'm, is wrong with you? <laughs> you've seen. I've said it so much that seen, I can't stop myself now. You've seen street profits more than private party over the past year. <laughs> you should think of them first. I can't. I can't. It's a sickness with me, man. It is. Yes, it is a sickness, especially because of how good they were on their game this match. They were. They were. They. They. They looked great. They were wrestling great, uh, which I don't say very often. Everybody was looking so good, and mm-hmm. I didn't. We also had Gable Stevenson out there, which is, yeah, his name's going to be a problem for me. I can already tell. I want to call him Stevenson so bad, and there's no N in that name. Gable's. I want to say Gable Stevenson. Stevens, yes, yeah, Stevenson's the wrestler. Stevenson's the guy who's late with the report. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I well, he's outside the ring. Well, after RK Bro go over, yes. Then uh, they call up uh, Gable Stevenson into the ring with Private Party. I'm, I'll let that go. It was unintentional. Street it, profits. It, it's it is unintentional. They have a, they they come up and they have a friendly toast because they're proud of themselves for the match. Yeah, and. Out of nowhere comes Chad Gable underneath them and bam, knocks the cup right out of Gable's hand. <laughs> and then he cuts a promo on him telling me, you got a lot to learn if you're going to be in here, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and then Steveson, I think, just... He took off that him. ugly ass shirt that he was wearing. The print was upside down. I don't get it. Yeah, I... It, it was hand woven by somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it. Well, they did it upside down. I, I don't know. What? Why would you wear that at all? Like, forget about the fact that you're going to be on television. Just, just why would you wear that in public? It, it's it's an it's an ugly ass sweater, and it's hot out. Shrug emoji. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> That's, that's you're the fashion plate. You're supposed to be answering these questions. Uh, it's hideous. I mean, what more do you want me to say? It was. I hated it. I. That's it. <laughs> and then he tossed around Ch- uh, Chad Gable for. 
he did. Uh, he, he tossed him around, gave him a couple belly to bellies, and uh, goes out and has another drink with the Street Profits. And RK Bro, yes. And RK Bro. See, I got it that time. You did I it. I had to think about it really hard. It was a visible strain. But yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, this match was a lot of fun. Uh, I gave it a four. Yeah. Great way to start off. And I had really high hopes because this is how we're starting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Oh, Lord. All right. So, I have watched this match twice now. Mm-hmm. What was and the point? I don't know, Barnes. I don't know. I, I've i come watched, to this conclusion. Yeah. This match, and I don't mean to take away anything. I'm not saying anything about the participants. This match shouldn't have happened. Period. I agree. I, I mean, I watched the 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 highlight video package that explained what, why this was happening, and I still didn't agree. Yeah, I will say, and my reasons for saying it shouldn't happen are, are even different. Um, what was a uh, almost? I believe by my count, he was like ten and O for this year. Right. Uh, they're pushing him to be the giant. Cool. I've, I've, I've got no problem with that. First of all, you're also trying your damnedest to get Bobby Lashley credible for a title. I get that too. Somebody's got to lose on this one. That's the thing is like I, I understand what you're saying and whatever but whatever goals they had for both men with this match they it has the opposite effect yeah it, you've destroyed them both um, you 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 want you, you want to keep pushing almost give him I'm just trying to pay um, I'm try, who's out there right now uh, you know what Damian Priest would have been fine. I mean, I know he's coming in later. Right. right. But give him Damian Priest. Make this a quick throw him over the top rope. Let's mask the fact that almost can't work yet. See, that's the thing. It was supposed to make Bobby look good because he toppled a threat. And it's supposed to make almost look good because it took the likes of Bobby Lashley to take him down. Right. The problem is almost is not that big of a threat yet. I mean, yes, he's a, mm-hmm. he's rising and he's, he looks, he looks pretty tough, mm-hmm. but he hasn't made it there yet. He's not there yet. He still doesn't know how to work like a giant. So yeah. So this loss does him no, so this loss hurts him mm-hmm. and does Bobby no favors. Yeah. Also, uh, in this situation, Bobby Lashley is supposed to be the ring general. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of blood-soaked nightmare would that be? Uh, well, exactly you what mean, you got. I think you mean sweat-soaked. <laughs> At one point, and I, this would be fine uh, if I had saw this once, but this is like the fourth time 
time I've seen this. Some Bobby Lashley hit a spear on almost from the back. Mm-hmm. It never looks good. Never. No. Plus, it, why are we continuing to do this? It doesn't make any sense either because when you hit a spear from the back, because of how you react to that versus how you would take it from the front, it, it looks weaker. Yeah. Like when you get hit from the front, since you bend at the waist and you take it and crumple, mm-hmm. it looks devastating. Yeah. Even if, it's, even, if it's, uh, even if it's super soft, you can make it look incredible. Absolutely. If you hit somebody from the back like that, well, you have no choice but to go down to your knees first. Yeah. Because you don't know when it's coming. So it looks like you went for a chop block and just jumped too high. Yeah. Um, and the bad thing about it, we're going to see this again later tonight, but we'll talk about that then. Sure. Um, I don't know. The, the, nothing good came out of this, so I can't give this a good rating. I'm pulling for both of these guys because I want almost to be a monster. Well, sure. And I want Bobby Lashley to be better. <laughs> right. It's, I, I've actually I've come so far. It's... <laughs> You know, I, I, I've gone from just hating Bobby Lashley to actually liking him, and now I just want good things for him. Sure, it's uh, yeah, and I think and I think that that falls squarely on on Lashley's perseverance because I don't think WWE's done him a lot of favors in that regard. And you know that it's upsetting because WWE is supposed to be the giant creator. They love their big men. They do. But you know, when I'm, now that I think about it, they haven't created any really good giants, even though there have been lots of giants oh, sure. in the Fed. You can't even say Andre because Andre had developed his, his gimmick well before he stepped foot oh, yeah. in there. And, well, I mean, who, who came after him? Um, well, I mean, you can you can call Taker a giant, but he was already there. Yeah. And th- he just threw a gimmick on him, and it worked. Yeah. So that was fine. Um, giant Gonzalez. No. <laughs> I mean, your other options here are they haven't they like like I said I like they like their big men like the true giants like, were, like there's Nash. Nash, but again, yeah. Nash had already been in the business for a little while. Yeah, and then Big Show came to them. Big Show? And Big Show started WCW, came to them. He was n- never there initially. But Big Show never really got to that Andre level. He, he was never allowed to be Andre. Yeah. And on an Andre level because, yeah, you're right. He, he was. He didn't sell like a big man. No, he didn't. And I don't know. I, I, I so yeah. I, I the more I think about it, maybe maybe the land of giants is not the WWE. I don't know. No, that's just where they ended up at some point. Yeah. So yeah, I had to give this match a one. Fair. As I think I originally had given it a two and a half on the first watch, but the second watch, uh, and then I really started thinking about it. 
Nobody benefited from this. Oh, uh, Bobby goes over. Uh, he, won, he won, surprisingly. But why? It's almost gets knocked off his feet uh, with a spear and gets a one, two, three count. A, a spear, for the love of God. It's just, I can't get behind a spear for anything. E- e- well, I mean, even from Bobby Lashley, it's like that's something that almost shouldn't have been taken down by. Singularly. Right. Absolutely. It, it should have been. You know, a, a chair shot, it should have been a couple more, of chair shots, and it should then should have a been spear. more of a Herculean effort to put him down. Yeah, yeah, without question. Uh, and that one that you give them, I mean, really, it's not. I don't even. I don't think it's Lashley or almost his fault. I think it's, it's not it's their the fault. It's the build and the booking that was done. To yeah, him. no, this is solely lies on the shoulders of uh, Pritchard and Vince. Now, uh, let's move on to something fun. Okay, what are we moving uh, on to? Well, we're going to move on to Sami Zayn Ah, versus Johnny Knoxville. Honestly, I think this might be my match of the night. (laughs) Now, see, I've not given this a rating. This was not a wrestling match. Well, that's fair because this was this was Looney Tunes, and it was and it was great for what it was. Yeah, this is this was your popcorn break uh, with uh, the popcorn singing. Let's all go to the lobby. No, this was Daffy Duck versus Elmer Fudd. It 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 was. The, the only thing that we needed was the Looney Tunes music playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, either that or, or Flight of the Bumblebee, something like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Talk about this one, Barnes. This, this was, it, I don't even know where to start. Well, Sammy tries to treat it like a regular wrestling match, and then Johnny Knoxville decides, I'm having none of that. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately just starts, uh, well, I think what he, what he does, well, he starts finding various weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then he chances upon, uh, he chances upon uh, a table that he pretends like, oh, a surprise. But it's, it's a table that's uh, completely covered in mousetraps. Right. Uh, that, he, that he finds and sets up. And then all of a sudden... Uh, well, Sammy starts uh, messing with uh, Knoxville's friends at ringside, mm-hmm. so they start getting involved. Yeah, and then they start breaking out the jackass weapons. Yeah. Now, the first one to pop over the uh, railing is Party Boy. Yes. And he decides to go full on. Well, and I mean, if you know anything about him, you know that his proper attire for him is not the the clothes he was wearing. Yeah. He immediately had to strip down to a jean shorts themed thong the speedo it was no it was a speedo yeah it was uh complete with uh with bow tie like a male stripper right which and let's be honest if you watched wrestling in the attitude era you are more than familiar with jackass so don't try to pretend You were you were watching you were watching Wild Boys that Chris Pontius was on in MTV. Oh yeah, you know you watched it. So uh, yeah, the he's out there, he's dancing, he's doing his thing. Uh, he gets a, Sammy finally dispatches him. I yes. think just throws him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then I think he threw Knoxville out of the ring, too. Yeah, and then he, he went to go get a weapon or something from under the mm-hmm. ring. But what did he find? Uh, no, he well, he chased, he threw Party Boy under the ring. Right, he throws him. And under. then he went under there to get him, because why not? And, well, he's, he got chased out from under the ring by Wee Man. Yes. And if we can't have Hornswoggle, <laughs> then we'll take Wee Man. Exactly. Boy, has he gained weight. 
Anyway, that's <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. Well, he needed to bulk up to slam Andre. I mean, Sammy. <laughs> it was the same spot. It was. It was. They they had they had Wee Man slam Sammy Zane like Hogan slammed Andre. <laughs> it was great. Well, the one difference, what Hogan picked Andre up. Yeah. Uh, Wee Man. <laughs> He he picked him down. It was well, he yeah. Can't even. Well, I mean, yeah. He had to go down to him to get, but it, uh, the move was accomplished. Yes. more or less. Uh, uh, let's see what what else happened. They, uh, they well, Wee Man went to get the the, the well, it was the the wooden like leg prosthetic that attached to a device so he could flip it up and kick in the nuts. Right. But Sammy turned the tables, yeah. kicked Wee Man in the face. And I mean blasted oh, him. I saw a still shot on Twitter <laughs> and you see just how, it's like how I I mean I'm sure he did it as safely as possible, but man, it was a it was caught a, him squaw. Mm-hmm. There is a there's a chase that happens. Uh, I and, think it's right after that. Okay. They chased him around the ring, and, and he, he runs into the hand. Giant hand. And then they proceed to get him. They proceed to get Sammy in the ring uh, with the giant mousetrap. And oh, uh, I forgot about the giant. And mouse that's trap. how they held Sammy down long enough for Knoxville to get the pin with it by trapping him in a giant mousetrap. Yeah, one, two, three. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- this wasn't a wrestling match. I'm not rating this, <laughs> but I had fun regardless. Uh, it was fun to watch. Yeah, that's exactly what it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly what it was meant for. I, can I just say that Sami Zayn and and uh, Kevin Owens probably had the best nights of their lives, uh, yeah. and I could tell. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll do you one better. Uh, I, I do believe that Pat McAfee may have had the best night of his life, if you really think about it. But we'll get to him. Mm. Um, So now we move on to the Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, this is one of those insane uh, tag team, triple threat. No, Fatal 4 Oh, I'm sorry, Fatal 4 away. Four Uh, teams for the titles. Yeah, with uh, triangle rules. It's... Kind of. I think there were only two allowed in at once. Yeah. It, it's it's a... I've so, never liked these matches. Well, for what... I mean, despite that, they did a good job. They um, did. Zelina Vega and Carmella, the champs, uh, versus uh, Rhea Ripley and Liz, Liv Morgan. Who did you want to win this match? Uh, well, let me get through the rest of the teams. There's, yeah, there's but, Sasha Banks and... Um, Naomi. Naomi. Mm-hmm. And um, who was the team? Was team four? There was uh, uh, Live for Brutality. Oh, th- oh, that's right. Uh, the only team that has a name. No, no, no. no I already said them. I said. Oh, yeah, you did. You uh, did. Uh, oh, it's uh, Natalia and Shayna. Natalia and Shayna. Excuse me. Yeah. That was the fourth team. Um, out of all those, I would. I mean, I would have been fine with the team that won and uh, uh, Rhea and Liv. See, yeah, I would have been fine with that too. But again, guys, this is. We have four teams here, and this is, sadly, this is almost the entire women's roster yeah, here. basically. <laughs> and none of them are tag teams. Even the champion, they're not a tag team. I'm sorry. I know people hate to hear that, but it, it is what it is. Well, but, plus, they showed in the lead-up they're already teasing the breakup. 
Yeah, yeah. Because Carmella accidentally cost a match because she just couldn't help herself and went over to commentary to talk to to hubby Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. This uh, the the match was good. It was chaos, you know, as you, uh, you know, as you figure, just nonstop. They were just going uh, a a mile a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was pretty. Cr- I don't really have any notes on this because. First of all, it's hard to keep track of a goddamn match like that. This is why I don't like them. Right, right. See, uh, I, I like matches like that when they're elimination and you can pare it down. Yes. See, yeah, I agree. I, I know there's people who would who would enjoy who enjoy that or like a triple threat because, you know, the unexpected could happen. And sure. It, and it did in a way. Uh, and, but and, I, I do like the idea of like it's chaos until it gets down to the last participants. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's like ooh, now the the intense part of the match begins. Yeah. See, that that's what I like. Now, and I wouldn't have minded it if it were an elimination mm-hmm. rules, uh, but we just don't have that right now. So, oh, well. Um, I don't even have a finish. I don't even remember how this thing oh, went um, down. I think I think Naomi got it. I think she hit it. Oh, oh no, no, I've got it. I'm sorry. I yeah. did write it down. Uh, Naomi hits a face that's, buster. That's it. Yeah, Naomi and Sasha Banks get, yeah. get the win and are new tag champions. Yeah, and uh, yeah, face buster into the uh, into Sasha Banks who hit, hits her with the double knees. Yeah, for the one, two, three. Uh, yeah. So now we have new tag team champions for the women, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, I'll say this. I'm glad Naomi, uh, she's, she got a win. She deserved one. Mm-hmm. She, she's been at the back for a while and she's a, she's a great talent. Yes. Uh, she's a good hand in there. Um, I wish that we could concentrate on being a better tag division. Yeah. But you know, what are you going to do? That's, that's an argument for the philosophers. What are you going to do? Uh, focus on the tag division? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the official response from WWE. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, was that their actual response? Mm. <laughs> Lol, Lamal. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into our next match. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was uh, my favorite match of both nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was AJ Styles versus Edge. This was a good match. I really have good. I have not been a fan of AJ or Edge in the past year or so. Their matches are tending to drag a little bit and uh, it just wasn't working for me. Uh this match on the other hand was off the charts. Mm-hmm. It was solid all the way through. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I I give it it's Easily match of the night uh, for me. Uh, and I believe it was best match in, on the card uh, for WrestleMania, period. For the most part, from a straight wrestling point of view, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's just because I hadn't seen any wrestling in so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of them were just, you know, big dust-up kind of matches. Yeah. And this one was straight focused on just these two wrestling each other. So the, the go home on this one was Damian Priest actually comes down to the ring. Uh, well, he kind of uh, did. He come out from the crowd or did he come out from the back? Because he gets clear. He, he just kinda, kind of appeared. Yeah. The the I mean they did this well because it was just like the camera cuts to the ring to the ring apron uh, from 
facing the the back, you know the crowd, not the entrance, mm-hmm. opposite the entrance, and um, and AJ just suddenly looks over and Damian Priest is just standing there. Yeah, and it was just enough of a distraction uh, for him to Styles goes to do the uh, phenomenal forearm and it spears him out the it sky. Spears him. Yes. Oh, it, oh, it was pretty. It looked great. Yeah. As a one, two, three. Uh, so Edge is a heel now, and apparently starting a new faction with Damian Priest and whoever else. We will find out. I suppose. That's true. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love this match. I gave it four and a half stars. Uh, stars Melters. <laughs> How ridiculous. Um. <laughs> uh, Moving into our next match, this, I don't know. I got thoughts on this, too. Uh, this is the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich This was Holland. originally supposed to be on night one, but it got bumped. Right. Um, and then somehow we, we were running long on night two, and then hmm. it, I'm, I, from what I heard, this had to get cut down to what it was. Yeah. Uh, I got thoughts on all that. We'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to admit a couple things here. Uh, I, I have been very unhappy with WWE and their name changes. That seems to be something that they're focusing heavy on right now. You know, instead of making a good product. Um, but Pete Dune. Who? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Butch. Oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. I know him. Scrappy little guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with this now. <laughs> I'm okay with I I see where they got this. Shelby I hates s- it. I know she does. And and I did too at first. I, I did. I really hated it. Until WrestleMania. Yeah. And I see how he's pushing that gimmick. And I'm, Oh no, he's doing his best with it. It's a hundred percent what what happened was Vince McMahon watched the the Looney Tunes cartoon with uh, it's, it's, Spike and uh, who was the, the other one? I can't remember who the little dog was. I can't remember either. But yes, the hey Spike, Spike, what are we going to do? Big, the, Let's yeah, go the, get a cat. And, the big bruiser dog the, and his his little little toady. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly mm-hmm. that's exactly what this is. Oh, absolutely. And Vince Washington said, "Hey, I got a great idea." Grab those cultured people. Let's, uh, let's, all the ones that talk funny, let's bring them over here and stick them in some Peaky Blinders hats. And <laughs> yeah, that's our, been the joke. It's like, guess who finally saw Peaky Blinders? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, look, I thought it was fun. Um, I'm down with Butch now. I'm okay with it. Uh, now, as far as this match goes, it left a lot to be desired. It really did, and, and I, and the, the only thing I can say in the positive is, you know, at least with the new day, it won't hurt them. It <laughs> won't. Yo, you can't hurt the new no. day at this point. But they deserve better. They do. Um, but yeah, at this point. The New Day has secured their place in the Hall of Fame, much like Randy Orton. Oh, like, yeah. On it. Okay. I just had a thought. Okay, dig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what should have happened was Randy Orton should have fought Omos 
and almost should have beaten him. Okay. Because, yeah. again, you can't hurt Randy Orton, but he could have carried him and yeah. been the general through that match and took them through a decent story and then put him over. I agree. That would have been – see, I solved it. it. It only took me about 30 minutes, but I solved the problem. Yeah. Damn it. it, it this isn't hard, guys. But, yeah, because they severely shortened this match, basically there's there's – just a kind of a dust up, and yeah. New Day ends up taking the pin. Yeah, a, a pointless match. There, there's no, there was no point to this whatsoever. Um, the only, the only good thing, like you said, was Pete Dunne pushing his gimmick to the point where mm-hmm. New Day's down. They got beat, and and uh, Butch is still trying to attack them, and they have to pull yes. him off of them. It's just, it just, he's that little dog, yeah. and it was, it, that was the only thing that was accomplished. Yeah, so. Sheamus versus uh, Sheamus and Rich Holland versus the New Day. Sheamus and Rich Holland go over. Uh, I, I I gave it two stars. Sure. Um, so now let's move into our semi main event. Now let's talk about this for a second. Um, had Edge and AJ not been had they been on night one. This would have been my favorite match. Uh, also, if it would have been an hour earlier, I would have. Because we're going to talk about the length of both of these pay-per-views. Because God Almighty, there's there's no reason to go to midnight every night. They decided to run a two-hour pre-show instead of just starting at 7. Right. Why? Do they think that people actually want to hear Booker T ramble yes. for two hours? They, yeah, they think it's great. <sighs> and and it's just, it gets to me because it's like, you put on two, I mean, it's WrestleMania, but it's a two-night event, so you're putting on two pay-per-views in two days. Stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, see, I thought that we had this fixed. For a long time, they were starting their shows at 7. Yeah. And they were ending up being done by 10 or 10.30. Fair enough. Is the power of WrestleMania where it's like, oh, it's the big event. It's two nights. Despite the fact that that there was stuff they couldn't cram in, they somehow padded these shows to the longest. Cool. Start that shit at 6. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's an all-day event. I mean, it's treated like an... I treat it like an all-day event. It is... WrestleMania is still my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. And and I always treat it as such. I love WrestleMania weekend like I love Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I, I cook out. I invite everybody over. And, you know, we turn the music on. We watch old school, you know, old, old matches until it's time for the for it to come on. Start the damn thing earlier. Let people go to bed. I mean, Jesus Christ. Especially on the Sunday when you know people have to get up in the morning. Well, I know it's not going to happen next year because since they're going to be in L.A. next year, the the, the it's going to be it's going to start around eight for us, but it's going to be five in mm-hmm. L.A. So, yeah. so that way, they, they times it so that the end of the end of the night, the big matches happen in the, uh, under night. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, get Look ready for it that. again. Yeah. I'm going to make some 
I'm going to make some corrections on that for next year. <laughs> yeah. We might be watching WrestleMania night one on Sunday and then watching night two on a Monday. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably what's going to end up happening. Uh, so Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. And I would I would scrub through the pre-show and see if there's probably not going to be any matches so we can just ignore it. Yeah. Now let's talk about McAfee for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is um, I, After I watched this the second time, I am now a Pat McAfee mark. Sure. If you just think about it, um, especially coming from my point of view of just loving wrestling and and wanting to do it all my life, and you know, and I, I've worked in a few uh, armories and a couple of you know fall festivals and whatnot, and you know, garbage like that. You know, mm-hmm. Pat McAfee, he grew up in the Attitude Era, watching Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and Kurt Angle and all the greats. And when he goes, he starts playing football. He retires from football. He gets Rip Rogers, of all people, after he retires to get him into a ring and train him. After he gets trained, he becomes a commentator for NXT. How it even gets a match in there, shows off his stuff, and now he is at the creme de la creme, Wrestle Freaking Mania, and he is semi main yep. with Austin Theory. Not only that, but he's going to share the ring in just a few short minutes with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. arguably the largest draw that anyone has ever seen in wrestling. Yep, 100%. And he got to experience all of that. Just, I, I'm a little bit jealous of him. I mean, that's no, that's understandable. Yeah, that was that it, it was done really well. It was pulled off really well. Mm-hmm. They had a good match. They did. I think McAfee is solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, again, I much like uh, Logan Paul. His match was very scripted. It was very practiced. But I've also seen him work in other facets so i know there's potential there yeah not only that former football player so he's already super athletic and we saw that when he jumped from the mat all the way to a box step to the top rope yes and And, and it wasn't in front of the ring it was was like a good foot back or so oh yeah a couple feet like he he took a leap and made it up there right and and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if anybody's been up there, those ropes, uh, they're not solid. Mm-hmm. They're going to wiggle a little. Yeah. And he got up there t- with perfect balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, there's so much to like about that match. Now, uh, the, the, the go-home on this is, uh, oh, help me out here. I actually don't remember. I... I uh, I know, I know. He he beats 
Austin Theory, but yeah, he ends. He hits Austin. I don't remember how he beat him. Uh, I'm sorry, my was because it, it was so damn late. My yeah. notes just kind of dribbled away. Right, right. Was it a top rope move or what? I think it was. Anyway, he gets the three count. Yeah. McMahon comes into the ring. Well, McMahon goes over to Austin Theory, berates him a little bit for mm-hmm. losing, and then Pat. I think Pat just kind of goaded him into yeah. the ring. To the point, yeah, McMahon takes off the shirt and tie. Slowly. <laughs> Guys, and I can't stress this enough. It was 11 freaking 30. My yeah. God. And it was, no, no, no. It was it was around 11.15. No, it, no was, it, was, it was around 11. It was too damn late is yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. At this point, everybody except for me... Barnes and Robert Bradford had left. <laughs> There's nobody else but us watching. I truly believe Robert was just there out of the goodness of his heart. And to take just, me home. At and, to, and to take you home. <laughs> Big man's like, you want to have a go? So they have a match. Yeah. And, I, and, the, the, and it was pitiful. It was. The underlying psychology was Pat was tired out after fighting Austin Theory. Right. That McMahon wears him down further and gets yeah. a pin on him. Uh, yeah, he gets a pin on him uh, with the assist from uh, Theory. So really the only big flaw in this whole thing comes after that. It's taking so, so long for what for things to uh, get to the next part. Right. Uh, uh, and it, it, well, it took an, an uncomfortable amount of time for this to happen. Vince is kind of kicking him while he's down and his yeah. his boy Vince looks bad. Now yeah. I mean he looks strong for a, a 76 year old. Sure. But I mean, you know. <laughs> right. He looks bad, he's moving bad. It's uh and then as they're as they're playing for time, Austin Theory's music comes back on and uh makes Vince jump for some reason. Ah, oh <laughs> gee, wonder why. That's uh. weird. And then finally glass shatters. Oh mercifully because we we all knew what was gonna happen because they milked it way too long right it it was it was just too long and here comes austin gets down to the ring he stuns austin theory and boy did theory go on commission Theory sold it so good. Oh, my God. He was cutting cartwheels and backflips and everything. I mean, well, he bumped he like six different times he, off of one stunner. He didn't get quite the height that Scott Hall did, but he came close yeah. to getting that level of height off of it. It was insane to watch. <laughs> it was, like He took the rocks flip over yeah. thing and, and just and put his own little slice of pepper on it. And let me be clear, that's not a complaint. That was no, a great no, it sell. Was, it was great. That it was, was great. what you want to see out of someone selling the stunner epically. Absolutely. Well, now. It was time for old time. Well, hold on. Uh, it was. He turns and faces Vince, mm-hmm. and he goes and gets a beer. And Vince, uh, Vince is like, oh, you just want to have a beer with me. That's great. Like, what, did, what did the announcers say? I can't remember. <laughs> He he just wants Austin to have a beer. It's time for it's time for some Steve Weisers. And Byron Saxton just goes, "Oh, is that what time it is?" Oh no, that's right. He's just gonna sell. He's just gonna celebrate with Mr. McMahon. He's like, "Oh, is that what it is?" Yeah, it's time to celebrate. Yeah, Byron being very genre savvy right now. Right. 
So again, a very uncomfortable amount of time goes by with the beer. Well, it was great because <laughs> Vince has like a, I don't think it was a finger with a hand like, don't rush me, I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then Austin, he kicks him. And as soon as he kicked him, Vince went down on both knees. It was uh well no no it was a it was a throwback to the first time we ever saw him take the stunner when it was horrible and shit. It, yeah, it, <laughs> it's very ironic, isn't it? The first time that you saw him take that stunner was horrible and embarrassing, and the last time we're going to see him take a stunner is also horrible and embarrassing. It's just such a shame because he eventually got semi decent at it. He did sort of. Um, one of the best things that come out of that was on Twitter. Uh, I think uh, it was Dewey Foley took a video of Mick reacting to it. And it's just, I saw that. it's just like a full minute and I have him laughing. As yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he, he kicks him in the stomach and instead of him leaning forward, he dropped down on both knees. They, he tried to get back up and he starts walking back to the, <laughs> and at this point, Austin is trying and failing to hold in his laughter. He knows he's, how horrible it was. He's trying to go get him. Yeah. And he, he rolled can't up. Yeah. get a hold of him. No. Nope. <laughs> and at that point, he's just like, oh, fuck it. And he just, he's just uh, going around the ring. He is having a ball again. Yeah. He finally, he stuns him. Yeah. And when he stunned him, and this time he didn't go down on his knees. No. He went down on his ass. <laughs> It looked like they were in a sleigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Austin is just losing his mind. You, just, you, you see, you just see, he's like, yeah, he's got this big grin on his face. It, it couldn't be happier for no. him because number one, I know it's the last time we're going to see him. Yeah, you know, in that capacity, capacity, and and I, you just want to see him go out like that and have just the biggest blast. Well, here comes. McAfee into the ring. This was great. McAfee, come, no, 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 wait. Byron came in. Did Byron come in? Did Byron stun? Did he? Did he stun? No, he stunned Byron after the Kevin Owens thing. Yeah, yeah. Which was I, I think was great because if you see the shot, the way they frame that shot, because they mm-hmm. have the can sitting on the ring, it looks like the end of a beer commercial. Right. It's so perfect. It, yeah. No, the McAfee then, well, yeah, rolls McAfee, in. McAfee rolls in. He greets him. He gives him a Steve Weiser. And I think what had to, what probably would be just like it's something he'll he's probably going to gush about just as much. Stone oh, yeah. Cold stuns him. Yeah, and as I you know I, you know he's going to talk about that for the rest of his life. And it leads to a perfect moment where Mac, they cut to McAfee and at ringside and close he's, up close as up, he's laying on the ground. He, he's ha- his eyes are half lidded. He's almost out, and he's just slowly pouring the beer in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a, a beautiful moment. And if that were the end of the pay-per-view, I would have been so incredibly satisfied with yeah. it. But it wasn't. And before we get there, mm-hmm. we I need to talk about something else. Let's do it. Uh, and it, it won't it won't be long, please. But it's just the fact that a, a, a lot, pretty much everything leading up to this point was fun. It was great. Yeah. You know, the non-title stuff was was fun to watch. I love Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Um, so, where was the Intercontinental title? Yeah. Where was the United States title? Mm. Um, and I, and I, I said this before, and I'll say it here. Um, if I'm sure they had the nerve to highlight the fact, after Scott Hall's passing, that 
that highlight the amazing ladder match that uh, Shawn Michaels had with Razor Ramon. And mm -hmm. pray tell, what was that over? <sighs> hmm. I think it was the Intercontinental title, I wasn't it? I believe it was, yeah. 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 At WrestleMania. The, the greatest ladder match ever. Yeah. So I, where I, the familiar. fuck were those titles? Yeah. You had two nights. Two You had nights. eight hours of pay-per-view. You couldn't shove one of those in there somewhere. No. So, I 15 mean. 15 minutes for, for Vince McMahon to get his little match in. But ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, those, I mean, the, the WrestleMania was fun. And then... And then I'm just going to say this, and you can say whatever you want to say about the match afterward. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to say this about Brock versus Roman. Okay. I'm done with Roman Reigns. I yeah. do not want to discuss him anymore. Yeah. That match was the same Roman Reigns match that I've seen again and again over the past two yeah. years. Yes. Um, nothing changed, not even for WrestleMania. Go. Narratively, the way they presented it, Brock should have won. It yes. was time to end it. It was time for it to finish. Yeah. Uh, and now... Whatever happens next, uh, I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I was rapidly not caring, but uh, they were. They seemed like they were building to it properly. Uh, but they're scared. They don't want to change horses midstream. Mm -hmm. uh, it, people are into it, but they don't. They don't want to. And now, when they finally do it, they've held on too long, and it's going to be unfulfilling and stupid. Mm -hmm. He's beaten everybody but Cody, and if Cody doesn't do it, there's nothing. There's no point. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to talk about Roman Reigns anymore. There it is. Now, you are not the only person that thinks that. However, uh, Mr. Hensley, can I can I get you in on this? We were we were discussing something the other night. Oh, I suppose. So you and I had a discussion uh, the other night about everything that was going on on Twitter. Now, are, are you, do you remember this conversation? Yeah, I do. Do you want me to recap it? Yeah, I would love for you to do that. So it's been um, no secret to anyone who's listened to this podcast. I hate two people above all else in the WWE. Uh, Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Hate them both. I hate b the Paul brothers in general. I think they're both uh, human garbage. Agreed. Um, and I don't keep up with the dirt sheets like you do. I, I don't watch it weekly, so mm -hmm. I, I never know going into this what matches there are going to be. But I was on Instagram, and I see that Logan Paul is going to be at WrestleMania. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are they doing this again? Mm -hmm. I, go, um, I go on Reddit to the WWE subreddit, to see what people are saying about him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I should have expected it. The fan response was like pretty evenly split. Some of the fans were like, well, he's a piece of shit. He's garbage. I don't, why is he in the wrestling in the WWE now? What are they thinking? Blah, blah, blah. The other half was like, well, I like him. He's a good athlete. He's a great boxer. Uh, he'll be, he'll fit in great in the WWE. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Unfortunately, this um, led to a rabbit hole of reading about Roman Reigns mm -hmm. and uh, the upcoming match with Brock and all this, uh, however long his championship is gone. And people are just raving about Roman and how great he is. Yeah. And this is when I realized how out of touch the three of us and our, our group of watching friends mm -hmm. are with the wrestling universe. Because in this one thread, one lone gentleman stood out among the rest because he was like, 
what the fuck are you guys talking about? Roman Reigns is terrible. Yeah. He can't perform on the mic. He can't cut a promo. He's got two moves, the Superman punch and the spear. That's it. What, why is he so popular? Well, Jesus Christ, if that didn't kick off a shitstorm of other people being like, well, you're a fucking Fairweather fan. You, the only reason you don't like him is because he's popular. Roman Reigns is the best thing in the WWE right now. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. How, how, how are, are people who actively watch this, not just the pay-per-views, but fans who are watching week to week, who are watching Raw and watching SmackDown and seeing this shit, how are you looking at Roman Reigns and going, yes, this is the best thing in the WWE right now? He has never been good. We've been watching with you for mm-hmm. seven years now. We've been watching pretty much consistently since 2015. Right. I've never seen him be good on the mic. No. I've never seen him put on a good match. It, it's Superman punches and spears. And occasionally he'll do that stupid thing where he tries to howl at the moon and occasionally he'll try to cry on camera. Yeah. I do not get it. And I've been saying this since we started this podcast, but they just, the WWE is just pushing him so hard right now. Roman Reigns is the James Cameron's avatar of wrestling. Yeah. Because he's got (laughs) he's got heaps of accolades on him. They keep put, you know, they keep pushing him to the moon, like you just said. Uh, uh, But there's nothing really of substance about him. He is the heel version of Hulk Hogan and and not Hollywood Hogan. If the 1980s version of Hulk Hogan, that's not that's not good. If the early 90s version of Hulk Hogan yeah, the were Hulk. a heel. Yeah, who would, who's, yeah, the Hulkster overstayed his welcome by yeah. that point. Yeah. But he's still doing those and yeah, it's, four it's be- tired moves. And it's because it caught on with fans who are who the kind of fans who don't care about the story. They just care about this guy and he's their tribal chief now mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, he keeps winning so he must be good. And they ascribe that kind of like, like for regular sports, like if a team is winning, they must be good. Mm-hmm. They ascribe that to him, and it's like they don't it, they're, they're leaving out the core of what makes wrestling great, which is the story mm-hmm. where in bad guy, good guy fight, and eventually bad guy lose. Right. And WWE's seen how popular he is, and now they're, they can't they can't let go of it because they don't they, they're like, oh, we'll lose money, but it's going to lose. But will anyway. you? I mean, that's the thing. it's. And it, the, this is my biggest problem, and I don't see how people are missing this. Roman Reigns, the Roman Reigns storyline is not good because of Roman Reigns. The Roman Reigns storyline is good because it's his actual family and Paul Heyman. Yes. That's the reason. Actually, it, it, the story is good because of Paul Heyman. We just have a nice cherry on top that the Usos are actually related. Better call Paul. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. <gasps> um, and I don't know if it's either of those things really, but this is just <laughs> one man's opinion. Okay. The perfect end to this storyline would have been six months ago before all the cuts. Mm-hmm. You should have built Roman up only to have him be taken down by the fiend. That's 
Yes. That, that, I mean, Which if is, I, I believe, something that I, I'm not going to yell. I mean, yeah, I, you may have mentioned it before. We've gone, we've <laughs> talked about, we've talked about all the possible ways we want to see Roman Reigns get taken down. And that's but, how you see it turn the fiend face. Yeah, by the by the six months ago, he'd already worked his way through so much of the main roster that if they hadn't so horribly creatively managed the fiend, that was your only uh, yeah. chance at taking down Roman. Oh yeah, right. And see that this is the now again. Going into this, I knew what was going to happen. I knew that we were going to get a tired match. I, I knew that. That's why I wasn't as upset as you were that night. I well, I've actually I reeled it back because my first thought after the end of that match was I'm done with WWE. Yeah. And, and you know what? I I can't blame you for that. But it's, I I knew going in. This is what's going to happen. I know we're going to get the Brock versus Roman. Uh, spear versus F5, and we're going to do that a hundred times match, and then we're going home. It'll be done in eight minutes. I, I, I knew that was going to happen, but what I was looking for was the aftermath. I was looking for somebody to come down to the ring. Yes, I had talked to you guys about it. I was like, ah, the rock's coming down. Yeah, I said that. I thought it. I dared to dream. But honestly, anybody would have been sufficient if it would have been if it would if it would have been Cody. If it would have been Edge. But it ended the same way it always does. Mm-hmm. After every one of those matches, which is he walks back up the ramp. Yeah, and he turns around to the ring, and you see the copyright come up, and the broadcast ends mm-hmm. because that's the narrative finish. Yeah, and I waited because that's what I wanted. I was waiting to see because something was going to happen as it slowly faded to black, and so did my dreams. I warned. All of you. <laughs> I warned Shelby back when you guys did Royal Rumble in January. Mm-hmm. I told all of you, do not get your hopes up. Here's the Brock thing. isn't going to beat Roman. Oh, he I was, knew that. He was it, never going to beat Roman. Here's the thing. This wasn't about my hopes. Hopes had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I was, they failed a test for me. Right. They failed the fact that narratively, the way they presented it in everything leading up to it, it was time. They presented mm-hmm. it as Brock's. I mean, Brock needed to win for this to work, and that's okay. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna I'm let you. Huh? <laughs> the way it was presented. Yeah. The way it looked. Mm-hmm. For this story to ever have anything close to a satisfying conclusion would have been Brock winning, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Because they're fucking pussies. <laughs> the problem with Brock winning at WrestleMania is now we have the same problem that we had before. We have a part-timer that is seemingly unbeatable. Not true. There were always way more cracks put into Brock's facade than Roman's. You think? Yes. Now, I'll be honest. I don't see that. Roman's definitively beaten everybody. So has Brock. Brock's also lost. 
He has lost. That's true. That is we true. Actually, Roman Reigns has not been pinned or submitted since in the, over, since you're right. Almost two was years. it two years? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've at least seen Brock go over the top rope before. A year ago, Drew a little, pinned him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a little over a year ago, we watched Kevin Owens have to sell an injury because Roman was handcuffed to something, and Paul Heyman couldn't get his goddamn. I know that was your moment. What that was? That was your Chris Barnes moment. It was, and that was a, a little over a year ago. Yeah. That was the moment when I was like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, N- nobody. I felt embarrassed for Kevin Owens. I felt embarrassed for the writers. I felt embarrassed for Paul and Roman for having to sell that shit. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> and now this is... Now, I do believe that WrestleMania, it was time for Roman to drop the belt. Brock was not the guy. No, but that's the fucking ship we were sailing in. Right, right. Now... The only thing that we have left is Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Yeah, see, I was talking about this with Shelby Monday night. Mm -hmm. Um, It's obvious. And I was like, yeah, at this point, yeah, the only person left to bring him down is Cody Rhodes. And she's like, well, they're going to have to build to that. He's not going to go straight at... I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the WWE. We don't have to build this shit. No, (laughs) especially not with the Cody Rhodes did the build in AEW. (laughs) Yeah, not with the way the WWE fucking tells a story. If they knew what they were doing, they'd build up a Mm -hmm. Cody and Roman rivalry over the course of months and several, you know, segments and matches and promos, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not... WWE's not going to do that. I told Chris tonight, if... Uh, Cody takes down Roman next month at Backlash. I'm not going to be surprised. Is it going to happen? No. Hell no. But they are going to... I will not be surprised... Let me rephrase how I just said that. I will not be surprised if they try it. If they try it at Backlash and Roman goes over... That's the thing. I, I don't. I don't have any confidence that Cody won't eat a loss before, if even if he is the guy to beat Roman. Therefore, making it completely unfulfilling. Well, he's going to eat a loss to Roman. Uh, I mean, to ooh. Roman. See, and, see that's, that, and that, then he'll just be another guy that Roman's another beat. Another guy. Yeah. And no one. No one is capable of doing it. So it's like. Well, it depends on the loss. Depends on how you lose. If he loses to that stupid guillotine or a spear or that or, or the Superman punch, yeah, it's over. If you know, if choke out, they they favor that one too. Yeah, yeah. If if it's something with the Usos and Cody pops up afterwards, you know, right after, we got a chance. It's all depending on the story. But again, the the story is our weakest part. They're not going to do it in a way that makes it look good. No, no. And also, this Uso bullshit needs to end. Like that See, whole- the, the Uso shit is the only thing I'm okay with because the Uso shit is, the, is what gives him power for the most part. Because if you take the Usos away, let's put them... You know, th- th- again, this is why we don't need to have Hell in a Cell or, or shit like that because the, the point of the cage match is to keep those other entities out and like if if we could put him in a shark cage or something like that 
This is this is why I don't even need to bother trying to watch the weekly shows because to quote Ben Folds, it's the same. It's the same. Why is it always the same? Right. No, I and I agree, and that's why I don't watch the weekly shows anymore either. Because nothing changes. Yeah. Now, having said all this, do, wait, do we want to say anything else about no, I'm it? I'm done. Okay. And I mean that going forward. I will. I will probably have nothing to say about Roman Reigns matches. So, what we've. What we've got here overall over the past two nights, because that second night main event really hurt it. I probably would have given it a three and a half, but it was on so long, and that main event was dog shit. I got to drop it down to a two. Yeah, it's the... It's like the AEW show with the death match on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great show. Ran too long in the end was a giant fart. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we got. Um, now, let's talk about something fun for a second. <laughs> How about your best dressed for the evening? Oh, I honestly... Or the, over the two evenings. Uh, it's hard to say overall, but I honestly, collectively, it would be Bianca and Becky. Okay. I liked like Bianca, of course, famous for making her own stuff. Sure. And sure. and Becky, I I kept saying it. She looked. She went for a Lady Gaga look, and I really liked it. Right on. What about worst dressed? It's unfair, but basically Madcap Moss and Roman. Yeah, that's not fair. See, now it's, un- I it's unfair said- to Madcap because I know he has to wear it. Roman because he wears the same shit. <laughs> See, now I I thought you would have said Seth on that one. No, Seth. Nope. It's entirely in line with his gimmick to dress up like he does. Right. My, bo- I, I, but that one was tough. This time. I mean, it was almost uncomfortable to look at. No. <laughs> Honestly, men's fashion right now is uncomfortable to look at. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Honestly, is like it may not it may stylistically it may have been a kind of a diversion even for him, but it's mm-hmm. like it's in line with how he he goes. Mm-hmm. It works. I, I dig it. Right on. Okay. There we go. Well, I had questions, but no concerns. <laughs> well, so uh, David Hensley, are you doing a uh, long walk talks uh, this week? Uh, no, we're not this week. Uh, in two weeks, we're doing long walk talks where we're going to be wrapping up Stan's picks for perfect tens. Um, what discussing his uh, last film, uh, Old Boy. Another Korean film. Ah, yes. Following up after the host, mm-hmm. um, because we we pushed it a week. We were supposed to do it next week. We pushed it because there are two episodes this week. Mm-hmm. To, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow night, Thursday, um, me and Stan, Stan, me and Shelby and Gina are recording an episode of This Is a Takeover about oh. Stan and Deliver. Right. Oh, okay, that's right. They had that event. Yep. So we're Did gonna they, have two. Sorry. We're gonna have two episodes this week. Next week is going to be the premiere of your new show, executive produced yes. by Shelby Deathray Patterson. Absolutely. This is a rewind. So what we're going to it's going to be a potpourri hodgepodge of just uh, of old school and new school stuff we're going to be talking about just past wrestling matches. Some of them are present, some of them are past and it's just going to be a little bit of everything. Uh, it's, uh, we've recorded one already and, uh, I, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're enjoying ourselves. It comes in at a lean four hours. 
Uh, so, uh, thankfully, no, it doesn't. That was my first question was like, all right, how long did you guys go? I don't think, I think our first one was just a little bit over an hour, right? Uh, I didn't look at the actual time code, but yeah, it was two files. So it was at least an hour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you both for stomping all over my joke. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's going to wrap us up, then, uh, dogs, if people want to find you and reach out to you online, where can they do that at? Well, you can find me on the TikTok at uh, Two Dogs. Uh, you can find me at Instagram at uh, uh, This Is A Work Podcast. And I'm also on the Twitter at Immortal Two Dogs. Nice. Chris, uh, what about you? Where can people reach out to you at? Oh, if they want to fight me over Roman Reigns, it's uh, it'll be on Twitter. Um, I'm at Chris the OK. All right, and if you would like to follow me personally, the best place to do that at is on Instagram, at dbhensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, thank you for that, dogs, you can follow the <laughs> YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And for Chris Barnes and David Hensley, this is David Two Dogs Hey saying, guys, if you just watch WrestleMania, but you're able to get out of bed in the morning and go to your job, it doesn't matter if anybody loves you because this is a work. <laughs> Please like us. We crave validation. <laughs>